Welcome to The Paleo View. I'm bestselling author and co-creator of realeverything.com, Stacey Toth. I focus on being healthy inside and out through real life, food, and talk. I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times bestselling author and creator of thepaleomom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. Hello, listeners. Hello, Sarah. I'm so excited to tell you about my day. <laughs> Let me just tell you a okay. little bit of like a let's do the time warp. warp. Oh my gosh, that song was going through my head and I was going to sing it as soon as you started talking and then you started singing it. And that was just amazing because I was going to sing it. I'm shocked that we might have had the same thought for a second. I mean, and I was maybe going to do like the dance moves. Of I was doing the dance move <laughs> when I was singing it. Um <laughs> For our listeners that don't understand what we're saying, please pause and go Google this. Like, Rocky Horror Picture Show is a classic. And if you don't know this song, I am sad for you. And they played that song at every middle school dance. Not? So it must have been like a generational thing because they did not, for me, the electric slide is what they played. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on before we start the black hole of the age difference that is or is not between Sarah and I. Um it's a really 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 large small age it's difference. So small. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so 3 weeks in the past for you listeners, but earlier today, reminder, Sarah's in Canada. We mentioned this last week. Um I stood up on my stand-up paddleboard today, Sarah, can I just tell you, like, it has been a long journey to be able to be, like, active again and comfortable and not in pain and to know, like, what's pushing my body to heal and then what is pushing my body to far. Um, and so we started, we decided that this summer we were going to spend our July 4th vacation budget on kayaks and stand-up paddle boards so that we could spend the summer enjoying an activity and doing things long-term instead of just like one long weekend somewhere. I just, hang on. That is just the coolest hobby and I didn't know you were doing that. And I'm just like, I know it's so exciting. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we got two kayaks. One is a three person kayak. One is a one person kayak. And that way the boys can mix and match or like today, Matt and Wesley went in three person kayak Cole and Finn took turns in the one-person kayak, and then we got two stand-up paddle boards. Um, one is, like, mine. <laughs> <laughs> no sharing. <laughs> no touch. Although I did let Wesley get on um, at one point, but, like, no boys are going to have the entitlement to ride mine by themselves. Um, and then we got another one for the boys. And so at first we went to a local lake here in Reston, this town has like four man-made lakes. It's one of the reasons we moved here. I love it. Um, but they're kind of dirty and gross because <laughs> they're not like <laughs> fresh water. They're not swimming holes. Right. They're, and so like, I was like, yeah. maybe, maybe once we get like a little more proficient with these, we can do the rest in lakes. Um, so we went to uh, a much nicer, the Occoquan River, which um, like comes off of the Potomac. And it's like a nice, a nice little freshwater um thing we went out today it was a gorgeous day and all paddled to like a town we we did like a mile on the river together oh. as a family and we just like chilled and relaxed yeah, and did you also do the mile back yeah like that's it was a, i mean like i'll tell like you the most amazing day halfway on the way back i was like yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> like, it's exercise. Oh, hang on. Yeah, it's real. It's actually, it's actually physical activity involving yeah. muscles. Yeah, I had Wesley um, on my board and I was like, someone needs to take this child. I mean, it's enough for just me right now. <laughs> no, the, but I, is the paddleboard kayak pace comparable? Like how fast a paddleboard? Kayak is definitely faster and easier. Okay. First of all, you have like a double tool. Like the paddle for the kayak is like you don't have to switch it back and forth. A stand-up paddleboard is like 
the paddle piece is on one end, not on both ends. So you have to physically move it from one side to the other to stay straight, um, which will slow you down and um, is good for, for core and for strengthening my back muscles, however. So it was one of the reasons that I thought that this would be kind of a good activity for us to jump into this summer, that it would help me um, strengthen the muscles that I need to support my back to stay strong and healthy. So, um, and it was great. And I was really nervous because I tried to stand up when we did it the first time and I totally fell in, like I got up <laughs> and then I fell. Um, and so today I did a lot of kneeboarding, like while we were paddling, I was doing it on my knees, which mm-hmm. offers like a little more stability, but has more core intensity than just like sitting crisscross applesauce. Right. And at the end, I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling like I got the balance thing down because I learned a little more about the balance on my knees and I totally stood up. And um, still not ready to stand up and paddle, but I'll get there. And I'm super excited to share that with the listeners because I know that I've shared with you guys about my back and that journey and a lot of negativity and depression associated with it. And I've talked about coming out of that and feeling good, but I still haven't really been able to be very physically active. Um, It ends up flaring every time I do. So this is a great activity because I can do it on the weekends and then kind of rest and recover during the week and then do it again. And hopefully over time, I will build up those muscles and be able to do it more and more frequently. So I just had that good news I wanted to share with you all, even though it's like three weeks in the past. And hopefully by today, I'm like, even you're like better. a pro now. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Remember that time where I couldn't like stand up and paddle? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what the learning curve is like on a stand up paddleboard. So I yeah, I've got no idea. But um, that is the coolest, coolest active hobby and i am quite jealous well so, when you come visit if it's not a cold month you're welcome to to jump in i think the girls would love it it was a lot it was a lot of fun the boys while we were out today said while we were out exercising mind you when can we do this again it's so much fun yay! <laughs> like, yay! When? i mean that is, but you know, I think one of the things that I, I want to sort of like translate this to like take home message for the listeners is that is the ideal when it comes to a physical activity is that it's so much fun that you want to keep doing it. You want to keep getting better at it, that the work aspect is so minimized by how much enjoyable it is. Um, I had a, a yoga teacher way back in the days when I did a lot more yoga and a lot less CrossFit um, who would say, uh, do it so that you like it so that you like doing it. And that was like his motto for everything. And it's one of those things that I, uh, even though I don't do a ton of yoga anymore, I still take that sort of philosophy into, you know, not just physical activity, but just like everything, like figure out how to make this thing not feel like work. And I love that you have found like this cool, super cool active hobby that your whole family can share that hits that it's super fun and it overwhelms. I mean, granted, you might not, feel, you might be sore tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tomorrow sure. you might be like, oh, oh I, man. Can, <laughs> I can actively feel the muscles working in my back and my core. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's taken me two years at this point to know the line between feeling muscles that you haven't used in a while, which is a good thing versus pushing my body so far that I will have another flare like I did when I pushed it too far when we were on the cruise, you know, hiking up wet rocks and waterfalls. So moving on. Well, the other thing that I want to point out is that, you know, I, I shared in social media about it because this is one of the things that I do to help manage my personal autoimmune conditions. I find that when I'm active and when I'm getting sunlight and when I'm leaving my phone on shore so that it doesn't get wet (laughs) and I'm spending quality time with my family and I'm grounding myself in nature, all of these things are super helpful to my health and well-being. And it's honestly 
one of the things that I've, you know, said over and over again that you really kind of introduced me to with the paleo approach and AIP in general, which is it's not just about removing foods. It's about the things that you add to your life to help regulate your immune system and optimize your health. And de-stressing was one of those super important factors for me. And so I just want to say whether that's lifting heavy weights or CrossFit, whether it's yoga or swimming or meditation, you can find the thing that works for you. And I think that it's, I, while a little off topic to where we're going with this today, I will say, you know, that, that factor, whatever that might be, will come into play as we talk about our listeners question. But first, um, though we did not talk about this much last week and the week before, we did introduce the idea for you that we had been working with and reaching out to vendors that might be able to offer you listeners um, a discount or a benefit of some kind for when we share. Sarah and I have been podcasting for almost six years now, and we very often talk about brands, um, but we've never been sponsored or worked with brands in order to give you listeners the benefit of us talking about them. So I'm super excited that this week is our, I think, technically second uh, sponsored podcast. But um, what I'm excited about is that we have an exclusive code again for you listeners to get a discount. So code PaleoView will get you 10% off of Shop AIP. Um, and like I was just saying, I, I feel like this is one of those factors as to how you can really improve your health by, you know, setting yourself up for success with snacks and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I had no idea that this company even existed <laughs> until, until Sarah told me about it. So, um, I I love the idea that there is a safe a safe zone for people who are looking to avoid nightshades and all of these kinds of things that can hide in, for example, jerky. Like you and I have talked about how many brands of products that Almost we all of them. Yeah, we so few and far between, and it's so hard to read labels because oftentimes it'll say something like spices. And, you know, I personally will contact a vendor and say which spices, you know, like I need to know. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there is a place, a shop online that people can use, that people have already done that work for you um, is amazing to me. And I'm, I'm excited to be able to learn about it myself and also share it with our listeners. Yeah. So I, I have known about Shop AAP for a while. I actually met Sandra at uh, the owner at PaleoFX, uh, I guess, uh, two years ago, sort of as she was putting this together and get ready, getting ready to launch. So it's actually a fairly new company. And what, you know, she's also like us, she has gone through her own, you know, autoimmune disease journey and healing with AIP. And she felt very, very strongly that one of the things that would be an amazing service for this community is a safe place to shop where you just know everything on this website is going to be a safe food for me. And I know with how many people that I interact with, uh, with autoimmune disease, between social media, between the AIP lecture series, like that one of the number one questions is like, can I eat this? What about this? What about this? And, And I do think that it's a useful skill to be able to read a label and know if those ingredients are are going to be, you know, safe or not. But at the same time, especially when you're first starting this journey, it is so overwhelming. There's so much information. And I think that, you know, what Sandra has done with this like curated, completely AIP compliant shop, she, you know, she has over 300 different products in her shop. So it's like snack foods, it's uh, pantry items, it's like flavoring ingredients, um, you know, all kinds of things like sauces and, um, uh, you know, like you know, seasonings and, and like things that are just really, really useful to have around the kitchen. Yeah, like the non-nightshade barbecue sauces and stuff are awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just I just want to point out that, P.S., I, you know, I'm on the website looking around. <laughs> um, so it looks like you can also get additional savings if you either buy like one of their bundled sets or mm-hmm. do subscribe and save. So if you did, for example, 
a subscribe and save of a bundled set and used our code, you would get 5%, 10% and another 10% off. So that's, that's, that's a lot of money savings. Yeah. So all of the bundles is an additional 5% off and subscribe and save items save 10%. And because people maybe weren't paying attention when we started talking about uh, Shop AIP. It's shopaip.com, and you can use the code PALEOVIEW, that's all one word, P-A-L-E-O-V-I-E-W, to get 10% off. And it, I really, uh, I mean, I have uh, I have made many orders from Shop AIP, I guess only in about a little over a year since, since you actually launched, if I have any kind of sense of the passage of time. I'm not sure if I do. Um, well, you're but- so old, you know. So old, everything goes together. Could have, <laughs> it could be two. I'm just generational saying, gap between it, us. I mean, you know, could be two years. I could be just merging all of that together in my head. It, it is a distinct possibility, but um, I, I really do, uh, you know, think very, very highly of Sandra and the effort that she's putting into uh, researching these products and curating these products. And I just think it's such a phenomenal service. So I'm like really, really pleased, especially because. I think this is going to be an amazing, amazing option for Vivian, whose question we're going to read on this week's podcast. Look at you doing the bridge yourself. You know, it it felt a little weird, a little awkward. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hang on, hang on. This is backwards. But, you know, it must must be the time warp that we're in. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Uh, We have never recorded an episode this far in advance. It's, It's pretty amazing. I'm really excited about my vacation now. <laughs> I'm I'm excited that we were able to do this for you because I know that it's going to be great for you. And by now you're finishing up in Canada and I'm a subboard pro and we're going to talk back and it's going to be one week for the listeners, but it's going to be a month for us when we come <laughs> back and it's going to be like, oh, the whole show is just going to be a catch up show because it's going to be like, what, what, what have you been up to? <gasps> yeah. um, okay. And we'll also have tons of stories. That'll be great. Well, I, I do think that... Um, Working with Shop AIP on this episode, like you said, is such a good idea for not just Vivian, but people like Vivian who need that convenience food, or maybe you don't live near places that carry these products yourself. Or even in my case, I have a lot of access to this stuff, but not at the same price once you factor in all of these um, options for discounts that they offer with the free shipping and all that kind of stuff as well. So, um, I hope that people who are either AIP or even if you're not technically AIP, there's going to be a lot of paleo friendly products in the site for you as well. So, you yeah, know, I mean, like everything, everything stuff. I mean, everything's paleo too. So it's, it's all still going to be awesome. Um, and uh, what, I mean, I was going to say, what's your favorite product? You already mentioned the barbecue sauces. I, I, I think for me, uh, Sandra has gone out of her way to find some really, really unique snack items. Like there's some like some really cool like veggie fruit, dried fruit things, and like <laughs> just, I mean like that. I mean that to me, it's like wow, I've never seen this before. I don't even know if I would find it on my own. That yeah. that is the cool stuff. So some of the other cool stuff on there that I eat all the time are the Power Balls. We love the collagen power balls. I really like the pork clouds, which are like, um, uh, they're like, oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name? Yeah. Pork rinds. Um, and honestly, I, my mom went into anaphylactic shock from eating pork rinds by a non dedicated fryer. So I'm pretty picky about the brands of, um, that stuff that I eat. Um, let's see. What else? I don't know. Do things I like? like, I mean, I, I feel like it's just, it's some of it's just so like, it's boring stuff, but to me, it's, it's the simplicity. So, like, an amazing collection of canned fish, right? Like, um, broth, uh, or, you know, tons of great, um, just like pantry, like baking ingredients. Well, also, um, Primal Palette spices are on here. So mm-hmm. it's probably the cheapest place that you can get them with all the di- discounts factored in for those people who are already using them. And Red Boat fish sauce. Like these are total staples in our pantry. So I'm going to totally do a price comparison, but I'm thinking. And, and I, and I want to do a shout out to, I think that Sandra carries the entire Casey Natural product line. Um, and Casey Natural is, a fair, again, a fairly new company. They're a few years old, 
I'm pretty sure they, you know, obviously older than it's, we're not going to talk about time. This is a silly thing for me <laughs> to mention dates, but, um, they're, they're, and they're a few years old and everything they do is AIP and they spend so much just time refining recipes. So they have things like a tomato ketchup that tastes like ketchup. Like it's just, I mean, it's a little bit disconcerting how much it tastes like ketchup. Um, they have amazing barbecue sauces. They have uh, an imitation mustard. So it's a completely AIP mustard. Um, they're starting to do spice blends and salad dressings. And like, it's, I just think um, the Casey natural stuff is like really, really exciting. And I'm pretty sure that shop AIP carries all of it. Yeah. And I'm also seeing things like vitoproteins that, you know, we've talked about before. So what's nice is that you can get all of this stuff from one place instead of hopping around and shopping different things. But all right. So we've said, we think that this is going to help Vivian. Maybe we should actually read Vivian's question, introduce the audience to (laughs) Vivian. (laughs) Uh, This was a question that um, I think you had the same reaction when you read it, when I read it, uh, when my team read it, who was going through the questions and it was just one of those, you know, I, Vivian's experience is is more common than it it should be. Like it, it's just one of those things that, uh, unfortunately, all too many people are having similar experiences. And I my my heart just reached out to her. So I'm I'm going to read her question, and then all of our listeners will have the exact same emotional response. Hello, Sarah and Stacy. I've been following you for a few years now. I love your show and books and blogs. Thank you for all the science. I have ME, moderate to serious. I also have endometriosis and fibromyalgia. Trying to do AIP, uh, but I'm also disabled and don't make my own food. I think, or know, that I struggle to eat enough food. Even when I get help cooking, I have a lot of nausea and struggle to eat because I have trouble sitting up. My sleep has gotten better, but I still struggle. Before, I I would often be tossing on my bed until five in the morning. My doctor is giving me a prescription for melatonin and I now sleep before one in the morning, uh, at least most nights, still not perfect, but better. I sleep eight to 16 hours. I am housebound, partly bedridden. I am really struggling to eat enough food. I wake up every morning with horrible nausea. I have tried to ginger and other things people have recommended for it, and nothing seems to work. I had a friend help me measure everything and calculate the calories for a week. It was for a nutritional specialist at the ME clinic that wanted a diary. My daily intake calculated was 800 to 1,100 calories a day. Probably it was actually a little bit less because I do not finish all of the plates of food. On bad days, I sometimes only eat a bag of semi-chips, rainforest, or plantain, because salt and crispy things uh, goes down in small quantities. In Norway, where I live, there's been some research into fish protein as a dieting method, and because of that research, a few companies are producing fish protein pills, but also fish pills from the entire fish. So I have two questions. First, do you have any suggestions on how I can manage to eat more? Second, could fish protein be a way for me to get protein in me on the days that I really struggle to eat anything? I found that the ingredients are, I found one where the ingredients are powdered fish, fish gelatin, magnesium, and silica. I'm guessing the silica is not ideal, but not eating doesn't seem to be doing me much good, even though people are trying to convince me fasting will make me better. I would be amazingly grateful for any help as I feel very trapped in my body and my house. I want to do the AIP and I want to get better. I love you both. And I really appreciate the respectful and sciencey way you approach all questions. Thank you, Vivian. So I'm just going to give everybody a second because it's not often that we hear from listeners who have a quality of life that I'm, I'm unable to really truly wrap my brain around because as much as I can have a heartfelt appreciation for the difficulty that Vivian might be facing, I have absolutely no idea what it's really like to struggle that much and to be housebound. And so for me, I, I just, you know, my, my heart went out for her and I love that she is being solution oriented. And I think that's such a good mindset to focus on. I think sometimes we hear questions and we can hear, um, 
the pain that someone is going through and the way that they word things and the negativity that comes through. And one of the things that I, I love about the approach here is um, focusing on the solutions and the things that she is doing and what more could she do, which I think is just such a great place to get mentally in order to set yourself up for success. So um, do you want to jump in on the fish protein thing. And then maybe we could talk about the practicalities of, of eating more. Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess I, first I was sort of thinking about the nausea aspect of the question. And again, you know, I don't have a lot of, um, a lot of experience other than maybe like morning sickness to sort of bring to that, that part of the equation. Um, and there's some interesting things that can help with nausea in morning sickness that I, I, I don't know if they will be helpful for Vivian, but they're worth trying. And one of them actually is more protein. So pro- protein actually helps to tighten the upper gastroesophageal sphincter. So that is basically there's this little you know sphincter valve at the top of the stomach where the esophagus goes into the stomach. And that's supposed to be tight to stop things from that are in the stomach from going back up the esophagus. Um, and so protein can help to tighten that sphincter. And so it, it's one of the things that can be very, very helpful for, um, you know, women who are suffering from morning sickness is to, to eat a little bit of protein um, and then wait until they start to feel better and then um, try a little bit more. Um, another thing can be just um, – you know, even though it's it's not ideal, right? Ideally, you would eat three big meals a day, but uh, that grazing behavior, this is one of the times where that can be very, very helpful. So um, there's something about avoiding an empty stomach. So um, keeping keeping a little bit in the stomach, so never a full stomach and never an empty stomach can be very, very helpful for nausea. So um, rather than, you know, looking at meals, uh, you know, really embracing that sort of I'm, I'm going to have, um, you know, a little bit of plantain chips or I'm going to have a cup of broth or I'm going to have um, a little bit of, you know, chicken or, you know, some kind of protein. And um, really, uh, granted, it's, it's going to be still, you know, it's still going to require checking in on the caloric intake. But uh, grazing here might be very, very helpful just in terms of um getting over the nausea aspect. And then the other thing that Vivian didn't mention was whether or not she she mentioned that she wakes up with very bad nausea um, and that she struggles with that. What I don't know is if she wakes up with nausea, but by the end of the day, she's able to eat more because another option here is if that is the case, um, and this can also work for um, morning sickness, is it's okay to... Uh, weight caloric intake to a particular time of day where you're feeling good. So I actually, when I was pregnant, I always had evening sickness. Like my morning sickness was always in the evenings and I would just eat my bigger meals earlier on in the day. And then by dinner time, I I wasn't up for eating very much, but I would have gotten enough calories already in the day by three o'clock in the afternoon. So Vivian could potentially swap that around if her stomach does tend to settle during the day and eat more in the evening. Um, I mean, things like ginger can be helpful um, uh, as, as an anti-emetic. Um, some people swear by mint. Um, but I think that in terms of like science that I've seen, I mean, there is some good science between ginger as an anti-emetic. Um, but if it's also not working, then um, Vivian's going to need another solution. So th- those are sort of my ideas for um, addressing the the volume issue with nausea as uh, as a challenge. In terms of uh, fish protein capsules, that was something that was completely new to me. I, I didn't know that these things existed. Um, and I don't know exactly which brand uh, Vivian is mentioning, but I have I've found a couple of options for very clean brands of its whole fish that is um, it's not just dehydrated and you know freeze dried and, and encapsulated. It's also hydrolyzed. So uh, a month ago, when we talked about um, 
collagen peptides, right? That is hydrolyzed collagen. So it's a protein that's broken up into little bits. So it's much easier to digest. You don't necessarily need super amazing digestive enzymes because it's already partly broken down. Um, and that also means that it's typically more easily absorbed. The entire fish uh, uh, pills are actually, they also have the omega-3 fats and all of the minerals. They basically have all of the nutrients that whole fish has. I found ones that were made with white fish, so they're not as high fat as something that would be made from, you know, salmon or something. But at the same time, I think one of the things that's going to really help Vivian is upping her protein intake anyways. So um, I think they're a great option. And yes, uh, silica as a filler would not be ideal. Um, but I do think that if that's the best option for the ones that she's found and that's the cleanest ingredients, um, I think that's a really worthwhile supplement to try. Now, the ones that I found, six capsules was two grams of protein. So there is a bit of an as aspect here to, uh, to get, you know, like a, a serving of protein is, is, um, like 15 grams of protein. So that's a lot of pills um, to be getting, you know, six times, hang on, seven. Yeah, that's that's a lot of pills. It's 40 to 42 pills to, to still get, you know, what is really a, a, a small amount of protein. But um, again, if it can be done, because uh, it is common for the fillers to cause upset stomach in a lot of these supplements. So um, taking a lot of pills, um, it, it can cause more, usually more stomachache than nausea. Um, but an, another option is to spread them out throughout the day and, and try to, um, you know, take a few here and there uh, whenever Vivian feels like she's going to, you know, be able to, take them and, and not feel super ill. So I, I do think that that is a, a really cool and very innovative solution that Vivian has come up with. I also want to point out that something like a smoothie with collagen mm -hmm. is likely going to be easy to go down and have extra protein and calories. I mean, you can make like a coconut milk smoothie with collagen and make it really nutrient and calorically dense. Um, the other thing I want to mention is broth. So you can either make your own or... Or buy it from Shop AIP. I was going to say I'm on Shop AIP and they have the epic um, chicken broth one that does not have the nightshades in it. They also have the Vital Proteins bone broth collagen. Mm -hmm. um, so I I just would also try to add to things that you're already eating or to things that seem palatable, whether it's avocado pudding and you're putting collagen um, in it, or um, maybe a popsicle is something that you could do. You know, you can make almost like a pudding pop popsicle with avocado, coconut milk, um, carob, if you're not doing cacao and um, collagen to make it something that you're not necessarily like chewing to make go down, but that you can kind of, um, I was going to use the word nurse, um, <laughs> uh, nurse on a popsicle. Um, I, I cannot speak highly enough about broth. Like you were saying that protein, um, is helpful. And to me, what immediately came to my mind, while fish pills might be great, um, I, I would think that something like the liver pills could also be an added um, benefit as well. Um, I know and that in, the, and the B vitamins cases, make me feel great. The um, liver pills, and you, you can get them from Shop AIP as well. Um, there's four of them equals two grams of protein. So it's a little bit, I don't know if maybe they're, they're larger and maybe that's why. Um, but that's also a really good way to, to up nutrients really, really quickly. And you can also open the capsules and put them in things, mm -hmm. for example, a smoothie. So if you have an issue with swallowing, the pills are large, you can open them and put that um, liver powder essentially in anything. So 
I, I just personally, I know like we've had this question before and with children, for example, that don't have, um, the, the muscle memory developed in their jaws yet and have a difficult time getting enough food in. And we said then as well, like coconut milk smoothies is a, is a great way. Um, the other thing is if she likes crunchy, one of the things that um, might be good is something like a liverwurst or Braunschweiger and pan frying it or even something like um, if you can find a clean um, – brand of lunch meat, um, that you can crisp up in the oven. So, um, like my kids love salami chips, right? It's, it's feels like a chip and all it is, is I just slice up salami and I put it in the oven, um, and they're thin and they bake to a chip. And so maybe think outside the box on how you can get that crunchy texture with protein. Or if you like the texture of the ones that you're eating, for example, I think you said plantain, could you put Braunschweiger or liverwurst on that to help with nutrient density? Or can you make yourself like a salmon uh, salad type thing? Not like salad, salad, although that, you know, salad's great, but um, (laughs) for a nutrient density perspective, like I'm talking, um, what can you mix with the salmon to, you know, eat it and, uh, I'm just bumbling now because I want to say mayonnaise, but I know that that's not AIP. Is there like an AIP version of mayonnaise? There, at this point? There's I'm... not at this point a store-bought version. There are lots of sort of uh, either avocado-based or palm shortening-based mm-hmm. recipes out there, um, but I haven't seen um, I haven't seen a, a store-bought. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I'm minutes. so out of the loop because I can do eggs. And so I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to say because I don't want to say mayonnaise if you can't have it. But certainly you could you could mix it with mashed avocado and salmon and whatever else you like and dip your, you know, dip your chip in it to add more um, nutrition and calories to it. There's also if um, crunchy is going down well, there's a lot of options sort of beyond uh, plantain chips that um, are absolutely AIP. Um, and if you go to shop AIP snack section, you'll see quickly like remember that's what I was sort of saying like there's so many different things and there's literally like vegetable chips, like beet chips, um, and there's even fruit based chips. So if if sweet is also sweet and crunchy also works. I am on the website and I will have you know that when you go to the food snacks section, there is a subcategory for crunchy. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) they've done it for you. Uh, Um, And, and fruity and savory and some things will be presumably nothing will, there could be something in all three categories, but um, I would say fruity and savory are, mutually exclusive yeah yeah yeah. i think the venn diagram of fruity and savory probably doesn't overlap but like the bacon air um pork clouds is a great Mm. is a great option if you're looking for crunchy that's gonna have protein protein. and fat Mm -hmm. yeah um so i i mean i really do think that figuring out protein is going to be really really helpful for vivian um also uh generally looking at uh, more nutrient dense AIP options and especially things like just uh, eating half an avocado, right? That's what, something like 150 calories, depending on the size of your av- avocado. I, I may be known to cut when I'm starving and dinner's like two hours away, mm-hmm. open an avocado, put some kosher salt on it and eat half. And then I'll like divvy the other half up among the children or mash it in a bowl and give them, you know, some carrots to eat it with or something. Cause I, I mean, it's a great snack. A little bit of salt, a little a squeeze of lemon juice. I, I mean, like it's, um, I like, I like fresh cilantro on it cause it tastes like guac then. Um, but like it's, that's a, it's healthy fats. It's high in vitamin E. It's got um, very, very high in polyphenols. Like it is a really nutrient dense choice. And if, you know, if 
when I talk with people who are on AIP who are like struggling to lose weight, one of the questions I ask is like, how much coconut based products are you consuming? And how much do you like avocados? Like those are my, like my two questions because those are the foods where people can rack up the calories really, really quickly without necessarily noticing. But the exact opposite is true when people are really struggling to get enough calories. That is a really, really easy way to get it. Uh, same as like adding a little bit of coconut cream to something. So, uh, you know, something like a sliced banana with some coconut cream. Um, it's, it's, again, you're talking about healthy fats, it's, you know, fruit, it doesn't require cooking. I really sort of sense that if Vivian, um, one of the things that could help Vivian is having foods that she can get herself very, very easily, or that somebody can get for her that doesn't require cooking. So it's just like, oh, can you just grab me that avocado? Can you just slice it in half and hand it to me with a spoon? Right. So, so something that's a really simple ask for the people that are helping her out, um, I think is going to make things a lot easier. Hey, can you grab that, you know, vital proteins bone broth or that, you know, jar of epic bone broth and just uh, you know, with, with the vital proteins bone broth, it's just mix it with some warm water out of the kettle um, or, you know, heat up some some water, hot tap water. It would be fine. Right. Like and then you would dissolve the um, bone broth in it. Or if it's a jar of of Epic's AIB, AIP broth, you can just, you know, heat that up easily in the microwave. It would be fine. So um, so I kind of feel like giving Vivian a really big repertoire of foods that are tasty um, and don't require any kind of preparation that you can just eat is going to be one of the most helpful things for her to round it out. Because if she can, when she gets help cooking, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, working with whoever's helping her to make sure that those meals are clean AIP, that they're foods that she likes, that they're foods that are going to keep well. I mean, I personally am thinking like soups and stews and things that can freeze really easily, uh, reheat really easily. If she eats half of the bowl and then she doesn't feel well and she's not ready to eat the other half, can you just stick that in the fridge and reheat it later? Um, so those are the types of things that I'm thinking there, but to round that out, I think one of the, the biggest things that's going to be helpful for Vivian is a collection of foods, um, beyond plantain chips that are going to, um, help add calories and nutrition to her diet. And I really think that if she can get those, I mean, obviously things that are easy to digest, right? So things like bananas or plantains are really, really easy to digest. Um, applesauce, I mean, things that are uh, soups and stews in general, things that are, are well cooked and mashed. You already mentioned smoothies would be really easy to digest. Uh, something like collagen veggie blend would be really easy to digest. So if, if, um, if that can be the base and then there's this you know, oh, um, I've got these chips that I can um, add some fresh slices of avocado to, or I've got this uh, fish that comes right out of, you know, the can that I, it's delicious and I, and I really like it. Or maybe it's, you know, fish, fish pills and liver pills. But I think the protein is going to be really, really helpful for settling the stomach and, and making it easier for Vivian to eat more. I agree. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm gonna um, uh, throw throw you into to Vivian's situation a bit. Let's say that you um, are ill, and someone has said, "What you know? What can I bring you? What what would be helpful? What can I bring for you? What is the thing that would make you be like, yeah, that's that would be the thing that if someone could make that for me, that's the thing that would." like be amazing. I would ask for homemade broth and things cooked in homemade broth, like a pot roast. Um, that's one of the things that I really turn to when I'm not feeling my best. And I feel like it would work really well for her given it's pre-digested, um, especially if you're using like a fat in grass fed beef, it can be really calorically dense. Um, yeah, I, that's what I would ask for. Shocker, yeah, that, I know. 
I mean, that's what I would have asked for too. So <laughs> I don't know that if I have, I, I wish I had like some contrasting idea. Um, I, I think, you know, so I'm, I'm about to go traveling and I am packing a ton of food for us to eat tomorrow. And I've got like the stuff that we have to eat before we cross the border and the stuff that we're allowed to cross the border with. Cause you're not allowed to bring anything fresh food over the, across the border. And what, you know, and then it's rounded out with what am I going to be able to get in the airport? And so the, the main thing that I'm packaging or packaging, the main thing that I'm packing is quality protein and vegetables. Like those are, and even vegetables, you know, we can get little like tubs of, of veggie sticks or salads typically pretty easily in an airport. And as long as the dip is sort of in a sealed container on the side that you can throw out, like it's going to be fine. Um, but that, that to me is always my priorities of like, okay, where am I going to get my clean protein and how am I going to get enough vegetables? And so those are like also things that I would think about if I was in a situation where I couldn't cook for myself and I need someone else to cook for me. Um, you know, I can round this out with a piece of fresh fruit relatively easily, or I can round this out with a bag of plantain chips relatively easily. Can you bring me the quality protein? Can you bring me vegetables? And if I'm having trouble digesting them, can you bring them to me in a way where they're already, you know, thoroughly cooked? Um, and, and, uh, and going to be like easier on me right now. So, those would be sort of the things that that I would be thinking of. The other thing that isn't necessarily food related, but if there are things that Vivian could ask people to do for her that makes her life easier and her ability to focus on other things, that would be what I would ask for. So almost like when you have a new mm -hmm. baby, you know, when people say, well, what can I do to help? Um, I would ask people to do example laundry or vacuum or dusting or cleaning the toilets. If you don't have someone doing that for you, if you're in your house, if you're feeling trapped, sometimes clutter and dirt can make us even more, well, I'll speak for myself. It makes me super stressed and um, I don't want to be in the house when it's like that. And those kinds of things will take the energy out of you and will prevent your ability to do other things that maybe would be a better use of your time or help you recover more. So if people are offering, I would definitely ask them to help you with those things when they um, come over or are asking what they can do to help. Yeah, I, I think that's an amazing sort of addendum to this. I mean, one of the uh, symptoms of ME um, is sort of like a crippling fatigue. Um, you know, and Vivian mentioned that she will sometimes sleep 16 hours a day, and that is um, an expected symptom of, of, of uh, ME, which I keep calling it ME. It's because I'm scared to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> I probably should try. Um, it's myalgic encephalomyelitis. Does that sound like I, I knew what I was saying? Not knowing what it's supposed to sound like? Absolutely. I, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with it anyways. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because one of the, the symptoms is, uh, is debilitating fatigue. I think that, you know, thinking, where something else might be helpful that can free up some energy for eating or free up some energy for grabbing that half avocado or that cup of broth or that, um, you know, snack food, that epic bar, like whatever it is. Um, I think that that's like totally on point. Like whatever, what are the other things that, that could be helpful for Vivian um, that might make her able to carve out more energy for, this aspect of healing. And I would say too, um, what I hear Vivian saying and what I hear other listeners say is that they want to do AIP, but X, Y, or Z. And I know that it is hard. Like I have been there. I've talked before about my first 30 days AIP. I had mental breakdowns and I remember pulling over in my car on the side of the road and crying because I was really hungry. And the only things I knew how to eat were beef jerky and hard boiled eggs and nuts when I would need to eat on the road and stopping at Seven Eleven, um, because you can't eat fast food, um, was no longer an option. And I had to learn how to re eat and it was hard. It's really hard, but 
the good news about being home is that it's not as hard because you have a refrigerator and you can put fresh food in there or, you know, you can um, have people bring you things or you can make them yourselves and freeze them for the future. You know, if you are going to cook, make a huge batch of something and then just freeze it and save it for later so that you, you have it. Um, because what I was going to say is that we have said it before, um, but I want to say it again, removing the things from your house that you don't want to eat will help set you up for success. If it's not your goal to be perfect, go on about your day. Absolutely. Like whatever phase of your life you're in. But if you're saying you want to do AIP because you think it will help you and you have a but after that, ask yourself, what can I do to mitigate that? But, (laughs) you know, like, is it cleaning out your, your pantry? Is it, you know, prepping foods in advance? Is it saying to your partner, your spouse, I really need to do this to feel better. Can you please help me? Can we not bring X, Y, or Z into the house anymore? If you need a sandwich and pasta, can you please have it outside the house? You know, and I, and I know that's not necessarily specific to Vivian, but I think cleaning out the things that are in your home that aren't your goals will help you in the long run. And I just, I really want to encourage. So again, if there's someone that can help Vivian clean out her pantry, or if people are bringing over things for her to be able to, you know, have the strength, the courage to say to them, I appreciate so much that you are bringing me these foods in the future. Could, instead of cookies, you bring me sweet potato chips cooked in coconut oil or, you know, like there's different things that you can find. Um, or could you make me a batch of broth? That would be so great. Um, or, you know, help me order from this website that I know has safe foods for me. And I, I know that it's difficult to have those conversations when you're, when you're asking for help and when you're feeling down, you know, asking for help is hard, A. And B, having the willpower to say, no, I'm not going to consume this food because I know it's not going to make me feel my best is also really hard because sometimes, especially in Vivian's case, if, if she knows it's easy calories for herself or if in someone else's case, it's an emotional comfort, like whatever it is, we have to be strong and brave. And I'm, I'm giving you permission to step outside of your comfort zone and to really, you know, Ask for what it is that you need, whether, you know, it's help or um, getting something out of your house, because I, I think that's such a contributing factor to really, like I said, setting yourself up for success here. And I think that, I mean, when you are sort of at the the mercy of other people who are preparing food and you are the person who needs the, you know, therapeutic diet, I, I think having that conversation and not feeling guilty about it. I think it's really important to approach that conversation with this is what I need and it doesn't make me hard work for you. It doesn't make me annoying. It doesn't make me a burden. Um, you know, approaching that as you are entitled to healing foods. That is something that you are entitled to. And if if somebody is acting like you are being demanding by asking for the special diet, then it's, you know, ask somebody else because, um, it, it, it's not something that you should feel guilty about asking for when you're asking for somebody who's looking after you to help you. And you can always say, Hey, you might have to help me a lot less if I could get better by changing how I'm eating. Like that's going to be a compelling argument for, for somebody who, who cares about you. So, Um, I think also don't be afraid to ask for the things you need. Don't let, um, you know, feeling like, you know, you, you would be unreasonable or, or, or overly demanding if you asked for something. Um, this is, this is what you need and you are entitled to this. You are entitled to foods that will help your body heal. Mike. I I felt myself tearing up a little bit talking about that and even though I haven't had that experience I I do know people who have and it it um I think it's 
uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have anything had, else to add. Yes, we've had this conversation before, and that's why I was saying sometimes it, you know, it takes courage because, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's because people feel like your better choice, quote unquote, is making them feel bad about their choice, or if people genuinely believe that it's all hullabaloo or, you know, I don't know where the negativity negativity comes from, but I will say with my family, I have had to say, um, you know, the choice that I make doesn't affect you. It's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and at work when people are like, well, why can't you just have one piece of birthday cake? I'm like, why does it matter to you? You know, I've, le- I've had to learn to teach myself phrases that I feel comfortable with, right? Like you might find those too assertive. Um, but for me, I feel like people need to understand that they are putting expectations on you that are inappropriate. Like you, it's your body, you're your own person, you get to decide what to do. And it's not fair or appropriate for anybody else to put judgment on the choices that you make in life, period, but also on your food because it doesn't affect them. It's your body. So that's definitely something I've felt more comfortable with over the years. Um, And I think that comfort has rubbed off in my children who are now, you know, like I love when Wesley asks people when we go places, like, is that gluten free? Like he, he has no like negativity tied to it at all. Right. Like this is, this is just his thing. He eats gluten free. Is that gluten free? Can I have it? <laughs> you know, like, so, and I feel like I want that for everybody. I want everybody to be comfortable with the, with the choices that they make and the, the foods that they choose to eat. Um, it's your choice and you need to, to feel comfortable with it. And if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, this is, this is your assertive friend, Stacy, telling you that it's okay to tell them that it's not okay. <laughs> so. It's okay to stick out your elbows a little bit. Yeah. You know, when it comes to you and your kids as a mom, I don't think I'm the only one who thinks that. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, Vivian, I want you to know that we are thinking of you and um, you said wonderfully nice words about us, which I'm sure, you know, helped this question float to the top. But all of us who read your question are just really rooting for you and feel for you. And I'm sure all of our listeners are feeling the same way. And so please keep in touch and let us know how things go. And if any of these ideas worked or resonated with you, we'd love to hear from you. And for our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We hope that this has been a helpful show in however it has applied to your life. And thank you again to our sponsor, shopaip.com. Just as a reminder, um, a lot of the products that we talked about today that Sarah and I actually use and love can be found on their website. Um, And you can use code PaleoView to get yourself an extra 10% off of whatever you choose to get while you're there. Also, shopaip.com has free shipping on orders over $49 for the contiguous U.S. and now ship to Canada. You just used the word contiguous. I did. <laughs> it's 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 in the it's it's in the copy that we were provided. <laughs> yeah. I'm entertained. I mean, I like I like I like big words with hard G's. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh I hope you really enjoy Canada. I know that this is only between you and me and all of our listeners. It's like way in the past, but I, I'm so glad that we could do this for you. And I know that our listeners don't mind at all and are all wishing you a wonderful vacation as well. So safe, safe travels. And try to, I'll try to refresh some of my accent for you while I'm gone. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because you're going to be talking and checking in with me less, it means that you're going to have less of like a stateside injection. So I'm just feeling like the Canada is going to come out strong this time. You know, I'm, I'll work on it. I'll actively work on it. Be <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks thank everyone. You. And thanks for listening. We'll, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. 
You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. I cannot. I'm podcasting. You're going to have to go away. Talk to daddy. I love you. <laughs> Wesley is having a major meltdown because I told him he had to go to bed before his brothers. Oh, yeah. And my dad was it- here for dinner. Um why is it always the youngest child who has the like overactive sense of injustice? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so hard to be spoiled, rotten baby who gets everything that they want all the time, except the 1%. And then that 1% feels like the world is just the worst. Yeah. Uh, but having to go to bed 30 minutes earlier than anybody else, yeah, is, exactly. it's such a horrible hardship. Well, also and the reason that he's going to bed early is because he's an emotional hot mess and he needs to go to bed. And like, so he's just being an emotional hot mess about the fact that he has to go to bed. I'm like, mm. but this is why you have to go to bed. Like you're yep. not helping yourself right now. Okay. <sighs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.